Hi, I'm Liam Black, and I've recently brought out a book called The Social Entrepreneurs A to Z. And uh, to uh, unpack some of the, the the stuff that's in there, we're doing a series of podcasts around some of the letters in the book. And today we're doing G is for Go. Uh, and I'm joined by two successful entrepreneurs to talk about that. One is Jen Hyatt, who's the founder and CEO of Big White Wall, which is a digital collaborative platform for improving health and well-being and is live in the UK, Australasia and the US. She employs 70 people um, in this company and it's growing very, very fast. And I've got to know Jen as one of her investors to Impact Ventures uh, UK. She describes herself as being totally unemployable or, in other words, a social entrepreneur. Asi Shirabi is one of the four co-founders of uh, Lost My Name, a full-stack publisher a technology business that happens to make a physical book. And this physical book is a beautiful children, illustrated children's book, which is personalised uh, to the individual child. Uh, so welcome to you both. Uh, so one of the things I've noticed uh, when I look at some businesses is the, the founder sticking around a bit too long, not knowing when to go and staying there and the gradually the energy dribbles away or they kind of just plateau and and you know just just it's time for you to go but people not realizing that it is time for them to go you are in different stages in your sort of journey as leaders in the businesses that you have what thought are you giving to what your exit looks like when will you know it's time to go and are you now actively thinking about how to create the circumstances for you to leave a thriving brilliant business and you you move on without too much psychological damage yes and I have been thinking <laughs> about it for a long time not least because I keep keep establishing things and I don't think any one thing I'm with I'm like likely to stay with because you have a set of skills that are about creating something so I know I've got really good skills around finding resource both financial finding good talent finding good people bringing people together around an idea quite good at sort of marketing sales and getting sort of traction for stuff I'm not interested in and I am not good at growing uh, what can I describe it as a sausage factory when it gets to the point of everything being templated churned through I will die a thousand deaths it's not my skill range but and have you learned that because you've done that in the past you've stuck around too long with no a quite the opposite I tend to go too quickly Hmm. Um, I'm very I've got I've, I've tended to move on pretty quickly but I, I think that and I've threatened to to shut things down in the past uh, particularly in the social field I think the thing about social entrepreneurship is it's not it, most people come in, into it with a motivation about making a difference in the world a lot of them come to something uh, because they've got a personal motivation too so letting go of that it's a damn sight harder hmm. than it is in many fields where it's purely driven by a profit motivation and uh, financial success. So if, you, if you've come into it to solve homelessness yeah. in England, uh, that's going to take some time and it may take longer than your ability to stick around and grow the company that's necessary to do that. And if it's a very person, personally motivated, as you find a lot of social entrepreneurship is then it's also about dealing with a lot inside yourself about a point of letting go. And for me, letting go of anything in life is the hardest, hardest skill. Whether that's a child leaving home, a relationship, whatever, letting go is really hard. And letting go of something that you basically dedicate 18 hours a day to plus for years of your life is a process that's not to be underestimated. 
And I can't say that I'm not without questions sometimes, like, oh, will there be anything next? Even though I've established 30 other organisations, I'm like, oh, if I give this up, what do I do with my life? And it is, you know, quite scary. I'm guessing you'd find something. I, I probably <laughs> I probably would, yeah. I might even find my family, finally. Who knows, you know? Um, but it's... it's um, I think it is a challenge. I, I do think the... You know, you need to recognise, though, what's the end of your own talent range. And I, I will get really bored with growth. So I've got steady growth. So I've got some really brilliant people who are very excited about life post-Gen Hyatt and Big White Wall <laughs> <laughs> for a whole variety of reasons, is my guess. Um, because also, you know, I, I am an ideas person and it can get a little tiring for lots of people when the CEO... Yeah, she goes again. Yeah, yeah, something else. And we haven't really implemented the last one yet. And I am actually under an oath not to have another idea until May 2016. So it's either my ideas and I that will leave, I think, probably into a new space. I think it's vital. Don't don't believe you're a fundamental part of everything forever because you'll you'll kill the thing that you that you gave birth to. And I've seen that happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so how will you know that it's reached the sausage making plateau? Um, I think. I've got some benchmarks yeah. really clearly. I've established for myself and I've worked with a couple of people I've worked very closely with, particularly one of my board members. I know what I want to hit to say, OK, I feel that that's what I really wanted to achieve with this and I'm ready to move on. And some of those things are quite honestly within sight. Yeah, and is that reach of people using the platform, yeah, the robustness about, of the company? No, it's about transforming uh, parts of a health system that is critical to me which is about, for me, a lot of it is about getting sufficient momentum that you cannot turn back the tide of a number of us that are working to really in, bring person-centred healthcare out of the realm of political rhetoric into the reality of everyday uh, ways of, of engaging with your own health and engaging with a health system. And you you have these, you mentioned your board members, you have these conversations with your board about that this is, these are the circumstances in which my exit might be likely. Yeah, I have done for some time. Mm. I think it's important to be really honest with people because I think it becomes quite evident anyway if you don't say it. Um, I also think you have to be aware of your own burnout levels. I mean, do not underestimate what it takes to grow something at scale. It's nothing like starting a tiny startup. Mm -hmm. It's completely... Uh, 100% absorbing and, and you can uh, never say no forget holidays forget kids birthday parties forget spending nice evenings with friends because you're on you are on full on the whole time and uh, you, no doubt you're aware of the irony of running a online mental health inclusiveness platform and the dangers you run of damaging your own mental health did by you see the two... pills I carry with you? <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm on the medication. I'm just encouraging everybody else to get off it. No, seriously, I think it's yes. And, I, and one of the things I'm really clear about in in the company is that people, you know, we openly have what I call mental health days. Do not go and pretend that you've got a cold or you're sick. If you need space, take it, because that's the way, you know, we're all going to work better together. And I think that works pretty well. But yeah, you do need to be aware of the, the toll it takes. And I do think keeping physically healthy is a pretty important part of staying the course. Um, but yeah, it's that staying beyond your uh, your sell by date is dangerous. I think staying on between beyond your use by date yeah. <laughs> can be fatal to the business you've created. So, Asi, you're two years in to the full on business. Um, two years in, two years in since we started, but actually uh, only like four or five months since we made the jump. Um, 
So it's it's still very very early stage. Uh, so is it too early for you with this business to be thinking about what your your exit might look like? I think so. Um, but then you you know you cannot avoid thinking about. It. But so you know while while I don't have that uh, experience uh, with uh, you know previous companies, I, I think that for me it's still to always uh, find and and question the balance between. Um, Punching way above your weight, which is what you need uh, to succeed and to kickstart and to grow a business, um, and and to know your limitations. Um, and I think that that kind of constant uh, uh, interplay between pun punching above your weight and uh, understanding, knowing, being aware of your limitations, uh, is something which, you, as long as you're constantly aware of, um, yes, there might be a point where I will not be the right person to lead this company. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that at this point I will just, um, just step aside and, 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 and let someone else do it. Yeah. And what, and uh, uh, is it premature to ask you what, what the, those circumstances might be? Is it this, you know, there are so many people on the payroll, the company's now an international one that, you know, you're selling 10 million books a year and you, you either lose interest in that or it's beyond your, um, as Jen said, beyond your use by date. Um, Probably both, probably both. I think that um, right now it all feels to like uh, we're just articulating our vision and kind of trying to think how far we can take it. Um, and it's, it's, I think it's, it's the, I think as long as I feel like this is still a journey, this is still a journey of learning, this is still a journey of, of, uh, of growing, there's still lots and lots of challenges and this is lots of, of, of uh, this is still one huge opportunity for me to grow um, and to learn. And I think that on the day, on the minute that I, I will stop having that, that, that kick, um, I, that's probably the time for me to jump to the next thing. And again, is it too premature with your, with your three business partners? Uh, do you have these conversations about where you might get to as a, a group and then as individuals? Um, not yet. Not yet. Too busy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, uh, so I just want to go back to that thing about starting something is very different to scaling something and leading something yep. bigger. Uh, so it, it seems that you know it's a bit of a cliche that you know the the, the, social, the entrepreneur as the fire starter who's not very good at then fanning the flames and bringing that heat and light um, all round uh, the world. Are you you're obviously good fire starters? How would you rate your ability to be able to? scale things uh, beyond the initial big excitement of the startup I, I I think you really need to be able if you can't adapt and change in terms of your own role and what you bring to something then there probably are very clear exit points so I would say I, I've been in that for over the summer I've been really reflecting on what I personally still bring to the business and whether mm -hmm. it, the business needs mm -hmm. that and whether I can adapt to actually having an incredible range of very smart people around now. And am I contributing substantially in some way that will take the business to its next level? Because I'm quite clear that, you know, I've been pretty fundamental to where it's got now. So I think it becomes much more of a team game at a certain point. And you need to think about what are the skills and talents you have to go to the very next level. So that initial thing of, of finding the right talent disappears because you have other people. I will not employ anybody, probably, maybe one or two people now. It will be others that I've employed that will be employing the talent. So, you know, that's 
kind of goes. Um, you need to, and so you need to be, I, I think it's, it's for me, it's working out, what have I reflected on? One is being clear about some of the metrics of success. So I would say that over the summer, I've thought a lot about how do we measure success in the company? Because um, I have a sort of strategic view, moving much more towards what could some of the bigger partnerships be, moving more to begin to look at um, acquisition and merger type uh, relationships, or at least collaborations that could move in that direction. So there are different kinds of skills. Um, and as long as you've got people in the in place that can manage the whole operational piece and contribute strategically, I think it it requires something very different from the from the early stages where basically you have to be a jack or Jill of every single trade. Mm. Uh, and you need to be careful about what it is you're afraid of letting go. So or what you are initially very good at. So I think one of the things that is a natural entrepreneurial skill that does scale up is selling. You're always selling it one way or another. Mm -hmm. But there are other elements of it that shift. What do you think, Asif? I think that the difference uh, between our organizations that uh, ours uh, obviously more commercial in nature. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, the word exit in our case means um, getting stupidly rich uh, beyond <laughs> your wildest dream. And this is actually something, especially when, when uh, for a business like ours, which is, which took off very, very quickly um, and is growing very, very quickly. Um, it's it's there, there is there is a constant need to just put these things aside just just ignore it for a time if if it will happen it will happen that's not the main reason um and and every, everyone who will tell you that i'm not doing it for the money uh will probably lie to some degree um especially when 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 you, when you see the revenue when you see that uh when you see the potential of how uh, um how far this thing can grow um so I think that it's, yeah, it, it, it's again, it's about being very uh, aware of, of, of your motivations and being able to kind of uh, steer yourself uh, into the right place. And it's like, yeah, that's, this is just a bonus. That if, if that will happen at some point in the, in the future, it will be absolutely brilliant. But um, right now, the, 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 the kind of the more immediate challenges are so much more interesting. Um, and it's, um, you know, hopefully... Keep holding to these challenges and keep finding these new challenges um, until the right moment will 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 present itself, and then and then we'll think about it. So uh, thank you so much for being so honest about the um, how you see yourself as a leader and what your exit might look like. So Jen Hype, thank you so much, and Asi Sharabi, thank you, thank you. You've been listening to a podcast from the series. The Social Entrepreneurs A to Z, hosted by Liam Black and produced by Pioneers Post. To order your copy of the book and for more information, visit pioneerspost.com or subscribe on iTunes.